What's up, MPX addicts, and welcome to MPX Rehab. I am your host, the hashtag certified Mark J. Williams, here with my co-host, as always. Did you say cash tag? Are you taking money now or something? I wish cash tag. I actually, I am cash tag certified Mark, so if you want to send some money to my cash app, please do. The voice of the MPX addicts, Kyle Smith. And if you are seeing this, then, well, uh, the world hasn't ended yet. Though I'm pretty sure by the time this we comes out, some people hours. might think it has. <laughs> uh, we are recording this on Tuesday night rather than our usual Wednesday night because, well, tomorrow night... Uh, There's a big, big event happening at the MPX Event Center. Oh, yeah. We're so very looking uh, forward to that. Yeah. The new Texas Pro is part of the Texas Grand Prix. And, well, mm-hmm. MPX has welcomed their buildings because there's a lot of North north you know north texas talent in that oh yeah so, larger than life chandler hopkins gino medina fuego del jackson. sol jackson stone everybody yeah there's so many talents and then they're all going to be there we're also going to get i think joe's going to be there and mm-hmm. gina or um mysterious q so it's going to be great i can't wait for when everyone sees it luckily we're going to be there live uh yep. We'll talk about it. We're not going to talk about spoilers or anything, because that's one thing I've liked about the Grand Prix is there's been no spoilers, really. So it's been yeah. really fun to watch on IWTV. Mm-hmm. You'll get the clips every now and then of, oh, watch this hard-hitting clothesline or something. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, hey, you know, Thomas Shire and Aaron Mercer beat the shit out of each other. Tune in when it airs, and it's really good. <laughs> yeah. And, so. uh, yeah, it's like after we watch all the matches and everything like that, we're going to do what we can to to keep it, you know, Keep it from being uh, uh, spoilery, but, you know, yeah. talk about it regardless. It's like because- when you were a kid, like before the internet, watching wrestling was kind of fun because it was mm-hmm. there was no spoilers. Yeah. And then we got into the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars, and it was always a, well, who's going to jump ship? Who's going to end up on what show? Oh, mm-hmm. this person's in the same town that WCW is running. That means he's going to be on Nitro. And everything kind of got spoiled, and it's... yeah. It goes along with a lot of things in wrestling that have changed, but that's one that, man, if it could ever come back, which it, and let's be honest, it's all on the fans, um, you know, it would be great. And that's something, like I said, with the Tex Grand Prix, that's really cool is it's been very secretive. Yeah. And honestly, it's like, that's one of the things we definitely try to do is like, yes, we know a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes. And because we have our analytical, we want to be Booker minds. (laughs) We tend to sometimes guess things. But uh, we we actually don't ask for spoilers. We don't no. get spoilers for as much as we can because uh, we don't want to know. We want our reactions. When you watch Mainline, we want that to be our honest first reactions, even in character. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, not really honest reactions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got a point there. It's like, because, you know, we're both. For you, there. maybe. Me, I have to act and play a little. <laughs> I, I do, too, because I'm sitting there going. I was like, I have to sit there and trash talk Jamie Aller when I think he's the most damn entertaining person ever. Yeah. And that's. Especially when he goes after Doug. <laughs> and that's going to be something definitely when we start breaking down mm-hmm. this show and next show that we'll definitely talk about a lot yeah 
So uh, this weekend was packed full mm-hmm. of excellent wrestling at MPX because we got one of our Friday shows back. Yeah, the Friday show uh, Scooby was, you know, the what was it? The Mystery, the Haunted Ring or something? Yeah, the Haunted Ring. Um, it was something when it first started. I'm not going to lie. I was a little sh- I was like, wait, what is this? Because I was expecting the the horror villains. I was mm-hmm. expecting Leatherface and Ghostface and all that stuff. The really Halloweeny. Yeah. And it started as an actual Scooby-Doo murder was, mystery. Yeah, it was like it was a Scooby-Doo <laughs> mystery set in wrestling. Right. I was which, like, seriously, the WWE episode of the actual Scooby-Doo cartoon wasn't this good, in my opinion. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I actually wanted to. I just didn't. Yeah. Um, no, and it was like my friend. I brought my friend, which he's been coming a lot mm-hmm. lately. Uh, he even said, he's like, man, I can't think of a two-hour movie in the past couple of years that's made me laugh and entertained as much as this mm-hmm. show did. Mm-hmm. It was something from top to bottom. Like at first, I'm not gonna lie, with the beak and what Buzz, <laughs> Buzz and the beak. Oh, at I first, it. I'm kind of like, oh, what is this? What's going on? Okay, okay. And it, then it wasn't. I think it was that very first depressed Freddy match yeah, with, with Doctor Acula, Acula, who speaking is with a, Sky, who is a great therapist, apparently. Yeah. Um, you know, he helped he helped Freddy get out of his funk. Mm-hmm. That's when, from that one on, it just got funnier and creative and entertaining mm-hmm. and therefore and it just uh-huh. everything about it was so great dexter coming to johnny bravo dexter bravo mm-hmm. so great it's sexy dexter bravo and we know we know because we've seen dimitri can just nail shaggy oh, and yeah. knock it out no, of the he's, park. he's perfect uh so baby great. d as velma yeah. is fantastic and always funny and Although I thought it was a little funny that this time around, she's like, I don't know how to wrestle. Like, we saw you last time. <laughs> no, no. No, the, that was different. That was different. Yeah. Um, that, that's it's, it's, it's episodic, not <laughs> Right. This is what's up, Scooby-Doo. Not, oh, right, the, right, right. Whatever yeah. the second thing was. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, X is scrappy is amazing. Oh, God. Which. With the new costumes was just mm-hmm. perfect. And it's like, unfortunately, we didn't get uh, we didn't get Lizzie as uh, Daphne this time. We didn't. But man, Allie was a great villain. Allie Allie knocked it out. Yeah, she was. She was perfect as Daphne. She like at first I didn't recognize her. I'm like, who that? And well, then we saw Anthony and it all made sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Everything made a whole lot more sense there. And of course, Matt Palmer as Freddie just is like as depresso Freddie. Well, and I love how someone said he's like, oh, man, Palmer's a great actor. I go. Makes you think this is acting. That's why I. That's why I posted the thing. It's like it, it, for clarification on that post. If you saw it, it's uh, you know how much of this is acting, how much of this is legit. That was the Doctor Acula Freddy match. Like, <laughs> part of me sitting here going, how much of this is you know Freddie Jones being you know uh, uh, a character, and how much is you know Palmer just kind of letting I, things out. I was out, gonna say man. I think Palmer was working some through things. So, yeah. You know. uh, but it was great, and then um, for me. Like I said, Allie, I thought, killed it in a first-time kind of performance mm-hmm. as Daphne. Shaggy and Scrappy, uh, Dimitri and X, always great. Mm-hmm. For me, what stole it, and it's probably because Willy Wonka was my favorite oh, as movie as a kid. That was the best match. Kirby was phenomenal that as the was, Candyman. I was like, that was and his Oompa tonight. Loompa was great. And yes. yeah, working with Daphne, just everything about that match. Like, And we'll get into it later when we talk about what's going to happen this week. But... God damn, Kirby has it still. And he's never lost yeah, it. That is Rather, the absolute truth. Like, me and you both sat there the whole time. We're like, oh, man, I forgot how good Kirby is as a heel. 
oh god as just the greatest man alive it, it seriously just makes me think it's like the it, it really was just shades of the greatest human being mm -hmm. alive the whole time and i was loving every minute of it because you know he's a great villain i love him as a hero as mr mayhem he's a lot of fun right. you know it like kind of reminds me of like tommy dreamer a little bit and yep. you know especially back during his wwe run when he was like you no know, i'm the working guy i'm mm -hmm. the you know hardest worker here and everything but when he's the greatest human being alive he is so good at that and what's great and what i think is was very revealing to me was yes he had that whole bit of the greatest human being alive and he would do it to adults mm -hmm. this he's working to kids and he's still such a great heel but he's also kid friendly like yeah. you know what i mean like mm -hmm. and i think that's to me that's hard to do because i'll be honest i couldn't do that because my first response is to go adults oh no and the fact that he is like the kids were constantly interrupting him especially that first time where he just you know kind of got you know oh my angry. Gosh. he knew what to do and he worked it and yeah. it was brilliant i mean it, i guess it helps to be a dad i was gonna say it's probably because he has kids yeah. so he knows how to deal with them but mm -hmm. man it was so great and then yeah the oompa loompa was phenomenal mm -hmm. and it was the I have timing. to agree, future MPX champion right there. Probably, because the timing of when he went to the rope, because mm -hmm. that was the first thing I saw him climb. I go, too early, but he stopped. And I was like, oh, he knows. Mm -hmm. Like, he knew exactly where the time it, when the jump, like everything he did was brilliant. And I mm -hmm. mean, obviously, yes, he's obviously done this who knows how long, probably for years. He grew um, up around this. Exactly. Literally. So it was so great. And then, yeah, just thinking like, man, if, you know, if it wasn't 2020, mm -hmm. he probably could be wrestling right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, because what was it? Ray Mysterio, I think, was 14 when he started professionally. Something like that, yeah. So, you, you know. about these people, it's like, oh, yeah, I started wrestling at 12. Like, exactly. How? Um, so, you know, mm -hmm. when he's 16, 17, he has his first match in MPX, and hopefully I'll be there. It's, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be like, you know, watching Casey Clay all over again, but better because it's even more homegrown, <laughs> you know? So we go from comparing Casey to Jackson. Now we're comparing other people to Casey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? After his match this last week. Yeah. Which, yeah, the Friday show. I mean, the only other thing we can talk about uh, because the performances was great. It was mm -hmm. a fun show. Uh, the st And the story itself, because it was, it was a Scooby-Doo show played out right in front of your eyes. Yeah. Just when it's up, actually, I think it's already up. Watch it on the network. Mm -hmm. It's well worth the 999 for the month just for that one show yeah definitely i i cannot ah it was so fun and like i said i my friend kind of shocked me when he said you know in the past two years or you know in the past mm -hmm. years he hadn't had a movie that's made him kept that him that entertaining two hours oh yeah and i started thinking i go you know that may be better than their first show i'll have to rewatch the first show because i remember loving the, that first show so much the first show was fantastic and i gotta say the energy of the crowd on friday was incredible itself right. because just well i mean come on yeah it was great and then yeah. um it's like because we had uh it's like we had uh uh, crazy eddie or yeah eccentric ed which eccentric actually ed, i was yeah. just about to bring that up is you know not saying who he is but i think that match mm -hmm. with x is the longest he's worked and it looked so good it and did. it showed a different side to where you're like oh we could do something with that yeah and no it's like i, I i'd always thought that it's like maybe his ability to work out to the crowd like he does is because you know he's behind a mask and everything right. like that but this proved that no he's give him a character give him mm -hmm. something to work with and he can work Meh. it he'll 
like we say, jump in legs first and uh, just. <laughs> yeah, and it will be great. But yeah, him and X, I thought, did mm-hmm. very well. Um, again, I Scrappy's amazing. Oh, and yeah. X himself is amazing. And of course, I wish we, we, we got can't X talk back. about the. We, we can't help but talk about the final twist. The fact that when we said that they got just about everybody back, we meant it. Yeah. Frankie Danky Doo. Yes, Scooby <laughs> came back and it was incredible. Uh, everything. Yes. Thermostat. Oh, yeah. Uh, Flying asshole, which I don't. I think he let slip because he realized Oops. afterwards. Because <laughs> you literally see flying asshole him do it, and then kind of mm-hmm. the big eyes when he sees all the kids, he goes, "Oh yeah, kid oh, show." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, Frankie Fisher is not rated G. <laughs> no, and I I hate that he keeps teasing Texas Rumble 2021 with him and Tatum mm-hmm. because just that little bit of him, I was sitting there, I was like, I want him back. Like, I miss Frankie. Mm-hmm. And I was saying with Palmer, like, as soon as Palmer hit, I'm like, holy crap, I miss Palmer. Yeah. And then, of course, Palmer, you know, we'll talk about it. He'll be talk here Saturday. Yeah. But, man, it's one of those where just taking those little breaks, you forget how much you miss these guys mm-hmm. and how good they are. And that's the thing. Like, Frankie, now, granted, we don't know what he does, you know, if he trained or not for this match or whatever, but to my knowledge, no, he just hit the ring and it doesn't look like he's missed a step. No. Now he may come back and say, Oh no, it hurt. It was sore. I was tired. I was gassed, whatever. You can't tell. Yeah. No, he's, <sighs> it was fantastic. And the, the, like at the end, we got the whole group out there and that was a lot of fun. And, you know, Dexter and Nova, that was a lot of, <laughs> the fact that they, it ended on a, uh, on a high note rather than, you know, people getting beat up and everything. Well, and the fact that, you know, it was, it was their anniversary, technically. Yeah, <laughs> so was. that was really cool. That was something I kept sitting there the whole time thinking is how cool is it that Dexter and Nova essentially last year met and started dating at a show, Friday show, and mm-hmm. then they have this Friday show. It's like their one-year anniversary. I thought it was really cool for yeah. them to end the show like that. And some fans know it. Some fans don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then also because you, you said high note. I love how Shaggy comes out because I got high. <laughs> <laughs> The instrumental version, because the, yes, because that was my first thought when they played it. I go, they just a don't, and I go, no, they're no. not. And then I started thinking, I go, oh yeah, it's instrumental because I remembered last year. I was like, oh yeah, instrumental. Okay, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's instrumental, it's all good. You know, it's like, it's like, and while I like the different versions of the Scooby Doo song from last year, last time, mm-hmm. this time actually giving them their own song. Oh, like uh, with Daphne. Daphne out. is night the Corolla bag. I just want. Oh yes. my god, because Bowling for Soup most people know is my favorite band so i was like oh my gosh one of my top five definitely um i just there was one like if scrappy didn't have his own theme i was like man Mm -hmm. play the scrappy theme and then it says puppy power play x is going to give it to you (laughs) oh i thought that would have been brilliant oh that would have been great i thought it would have been so great oh that would have been wonderful uh but yeah so uh we've gushed enough about the friday show because we do have other shows to get (laughs) to um let's talk about masquerade saturday that was uh, that was an intense show. Spooktacular. Oh yeah, because <laughs> um, you know it's like we had the whole thing of just a lot of changes for some characters and a lot of, um, I mean we'll see how things go. Yeah, you know, <laughs> first match was C.J. Ward versus Matlock. It was great to see Matlock back. 
Yeah, that was something like I was when he first came out. I go, "Who are you?" And then immediately he threw a kick. I go, oh, "I yeah. remember you. <laughs> I remember liking you." Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is our I think second time to see him. He mm-hmm. was part of that battle royal uh, for Prison Break or the Hateful Eight. Yeah. For that shot to get Where the we prospect. First got out. Johnny O'Mara yep. and Ashton Jacobs and everybody like. Yeah, that. he was in that, and I remember thinking, "Oh, I like you. I want to see more of you." And we finally did, and. I do. I mm. he's he's my style. He's very stiff, um, mm-hmm. or at least stiff looking. Um, and you know he. Yeah, no, it looked dangerous. I was like, oh, and I'm sure CJ was well. like, yeah, that hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> the kicks, the punches. Uh, he's got that Japanese type strong style to him. Oh yeah. Um, and the suplexes. I just like I said, I really enjoyed them. And then CJ, like I said, I don't, I don't think there's any better heels right now at the moment. That Not sadly, really. I don't. I mean, and I'm not. It's like that, that. That's and that's you know not looking at the consummate heel of MPX himself, Jamie Aller. Right, and that's what I'm about to say. Is like, man, we've got so many great heels in MPX, and I feel like sometimes CJ gets overlooked, and I hate that because CJ yeah. is so good. And I we said it at Purple Rain. We're like, man, Tatum's got a rocket strap to him. It's going to go to the moon. Ah, CJ deserves to be somewhere up high on the card mm-hmm. for what he did for Tatum. Yeah. And I mean, he is going to get it this week. Obviously he got the big call out. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got that big match, which I think is great. It's just, man, give CJ a mic more, give CJ matches like CJ can't, if we're going to constantly use him, he can be a top guy for you. And the thing is, it's like, I kind of want to see a promo war between CJ and Tatum when they actually get going against each other, give them a more full, uh, feud oh, yeah. and everything. You know, not, don't worry so much about Menage a Trois. Mm-hmm. Just make no, it CJ yeah. versus Tatum because the two of them in a promo office, like especially after that tater tot redhead oh, man. line. And that's the thing, like, like I didn't want to say it because I'm, I am enjoying the Menage a Trois we have mm-hmm. right now. But, man, if CJ breaks loose of that and it's just CJ mm-hmm. against Tatum, against whoever the faces are at MPX, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Like having CJ with Menage a Trois, yeah, it's cool. But, man, I think CJ on his own could be something special. He could. He definitely could. And, honestly, I'm definitely looking forward to the future of CJ Ward at MPX uh, because mm-hmm. he's just that good. No, and, again, I want to see more Matt Locke. I hope we get him back mm-hmm. more because, uh, again, I mean, yeah, it's a niche style, and it's my style that I like the most, but oh, I, yeah. I want it. But, yeah, speaking of that strong style, uh, we had a huge change. Oh, look, it's our uh, – Cat host. Yes. It's the official cat of MPX Rehab. Yes. Or certified mark or whatever. <laughs> Are you but, blocking uh, the full camera, sir? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, th- this is what happens when you're videotaping as well. You know? <laughs> we could normally ignore him if we're just doing audio. Right. Uh, but yeah, we got Larger Than Life versus Nate Collins and Sebastian Envy. And I have to agree with Dot Mob 2.0? No, oh, no, it, no, it, that's it, right. Dot said, mob's dead. Yeah, he's like you called it fake dot mob. 2. Oh yeah, 0. fake dot mob two point <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, I agree. Dot mob seems to be um, gone by the wayside with most of the most of the people to the wind. Well, I was gonna say it feels. I want to say they just disbanded, but they did seem to all go their separate ways. It yeah. looks like uh, primetime Dante's killing it on dark right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerome's got some big, big things coming up in Florida. It looks like so. And here. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and it just kind of does leave everyone else to the wayside. But mm-hmm. Nate, I 
like I was never, and I'll be honest, and most people disagree with me, I was never a fan of Nate Collins joining Dot Mob to begin with because I thought he could do something special on his own. And in Dot Mob, I felt he was going to get left behind because no offense to the people in Dot Mob, if you're not Jerome and you're not the primetime af- radical athletes, mm-hmm. you're nothing. You're just members there to fill out a stable. And that's why when Kenny came back to MPX for a while, it was you know great to see him. Right. I mean, he came up to the Dot Mob music and everything like that, but people weren't cheering Dot Mob. No, people were cheering Kenny. Exactly. Steve. And that's the thing. When Kenny ran MPX before mm-hmm. Brent took the title off of him, people were there for Kenny Steele. They didn't care about Dot Mob. Yeah. And then he leaves to join Dot Mob, and, well, look what happened. He didn't do anything. Like, and that's the thing. I wish Kenny would come back mm-hmm. um, because Kenny is a great talent that is also part of MPX history. And the same with Nate. Nate, if he's by himself or if he wants to tag with Kenny, fine. But Nate Collins can do special things as a single star, yeah. if allowed. Yeah. And just with Top Mob, sadly, I don't and, think he was allowed. Well, it's like this This may lead to that because uh, during the match, you know, Nate Collins and Sebastian Envy, that was a strange team up to begin with. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian Envy already showing the uh, shades of turning heel and everything like that. Didn't yeah. come out in the Goku gear, came out, you know, just wearing all black. Oh, which and. <laughs> was more concentrating on getting his glory than beating larger than life. Right. Because, you know, Nate had Tommy dead to rights, had Ryan dead to rights, you know, was about ready to just bring them down and then they could win the match. But Sebastian wanted to take it. Oh, yeah. Sebastian wants that win because, I Mm -hmm. mean, I think what's one of those, if you look at the history of Sebastian MPX, he – does have a chip on his shoulder and right and rightfully mm-hmm. so he's a technically former addicts champion right mm-hmm. or was it prospect uh, prospect he was a former prospect champion and you know it's one of those where every other time he's come in it hasn't worked out well for him yeah. and especially in tag teams it never works out or in multi-man matches like we saw when uh noah rolled him up mm-hmm. um I, like we talked about i was extremely excited for him to drop the whole dragon ball z strong style nerd to go to the cinephile because one i like movies more yeah. and then i don't like dragon ball z new, so did you see the new gear yes and that looks amazing so, so i can't wait to have him back mm-hmm. with the strong yeah, all that and, back. Like, and and from what i have heard about how he's gonna go with this like like i said on my thing it's like i just reminds me of that the the uh epic rap battles kubrick <laughs> yeah. and everything like that it's like, it just makes me think black kubrick (laughs) exactly and that's you know i'm excited to see him come back and again if if him and nate do have a match i think it's gonna be great that is the first match i want to see out of that and And i want to see him go after noah (laughs) yeah get revenge that loss um Mm -hmm. but again like i said these two men yeah it was a weird tag team pairing and it's you know obviously just gave jamie more fuel to the fire (laughs) Ooh. Oh, Sorry, God, just what? thought thought occurred to me. It's like what I'd love to see is like, okay, he takes he goes and goes against Nate, beats Nate, goes against Noah, beats Noah, goes against Casey, beats Casey, because you know, I love Casey, but um Sebastian's better. Uh <laughs> but he takes that and he goes after, you know, another belt, one that he hasn't held yet, one being held by the biggest face of MPX. Him our Tatum. MPX addicts champion. Cause Sebastian versus Tatum. Yeah. That would be, be an interesting awesome match. I think, I think him doing promo work before, like the vignettes and everything, like he would do, mm-hmm. would be great. Uh, Tatum doing it the day of would be amazing, mm-hmm. and yeah, it could be a good match. We would see. Um, it would take, I think, it would take a lot for MPX management one to use uh, Sebastian that way, and then two to actually build him up mm-hmm. to 
that. So, but it's possible. Um, like I said, these two come back. I would like to see them singly again. And like I said, I think both of them can do special things singly if they're allowed to. Yeah. And um, and then of course, larger life is just great. So yeah, larger <laughs> the greatest life, unsigned tech team. As as much as we love larger than life, it's like they were kind of the backdrop to this story of this match because the story of the match is more about you know Sebastian Sebastian's full turn. Right. It was it was kind of twofold. One, it was like because Jamie said it in the promo, we got two guys who are just thrown together because well they got nothing else for us. Yeah. And they don't have our tech titles. And it was the whole storyline for that. And then yeah, Sebastian and Nate giving them a little grief and then And we'll talk and, about the ta- the uh, deal with the tag titles yep. as soon as you know we get to that match in the next show. And then larger in life, you know, taking advantage of the mistakes, mm-hmm. getting the win, rolling out, and then yeah, it went into Nate and Sebastian and Nate yep. Uh, if you follow his Facebook, I think he even posts on the Attics. He's he's called Sebastian out. So yep. so hopefully we'll get that match soon because that's going to be awesome. Yep. And then after that, we got a match that I've been kind of calling for myself for a bit. Double D versus Noah Navarre. <laughs> oh, your battle of the abs. Battle of the abs. Ab fight. Uh, yeah, the uh, definition of dehydration and, uh, you know, all abs, all heart. <laughs> Noah Navarre. <laughs> You're giving more ammo for the Black Heart Owen Hart to come out. Yeah. Oh God, I want that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. If if Noah is not Owen Hart at the retro show, I will be upset. I'm just saying that right I mean, now. He's got it. Yeah. It's like <laughs> seriously, look into that man. It would, like heck, get a uh, uh, get a couple of other people. Bring back the full. Uh, um, oh God, Casey is Brett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Casey is Brett. Uh, you know, Alex as uh, as Jim. <laughs> Oh, the anvil. You know, bring his, who would be the British Bulldog then? I don't know. I don't know. Because I was trying to think X, but then I was like, yeah, it could and, work. And no, the one I was trying to think is who's going to be the loose cannon, Brian oh, Pillman. God, Pillman yeah. <laughs> uh, not his son. No. Uh, <clears throat> so, he, yeah. I think he's on a list. Yeah. Or might be. Yeah. He might be one of those we overlooked because but always this, good. This is like, other than the, uh, the ab off and, you know, it's like, Noah looking a little more reserved this time. I think you might have uh, made him a little self conscious. Yeah, I, I didn't get moves. a Wu count. I was a little disappointed. Yeah. And I again. mean, we got him from Casey, <laughs> but not from Noah. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it was like Noah getting the win on this. Yeah. That was really cool. And honestly, against someone like Double D, who is a great wrestler himself, mm-hmm. that just made it all the more cool. I think it is. And it's cool because. Noah hasn't had a lot of these wins solely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's been in multi-mans. He's been in tags. Uh, and other than getting the crap chopped out of him by Jackson, Jackson Stone, yeah. haven't necessarily seen a lot of them singly. And he's always been the guy that you look at is like, oh, if he's in a multi-man match, he's the one that's there to eat the pin. Yeah, for the most and part. No? No, Sebastian no, he's, he's been you know, pretty strong on this. Um, no, and that's the thing. Like, So him and, him and Double D put on a great match, and it was um, – it was a lot more technical mm-hmm. based than I thought it would be for Noah. I thought Noah would kind of flash a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was good. I thought he was solid. Of course, there's things to always, you know, pick apart and say he could do better at. But then again, this he's, is his. Yeah, it's like the thing is, is like you, you look match, at it maybe? and it's like you start to get the thing of it's like, oh, no, he could have done that better. He could have done that better. And then you realize, oh, yeah, but he's still a rookie. He's doing yeah. fucking incredible. Exactly. <laughs> so. Um, I enjoyed the match. I thought mm-hmm. it was good. And then, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how much longer they can keep Casey and Noah mm-hmm. together yet, you know, not fight each other. Cause I, I, I do think that I think the story is ripe for a split right there. there. It's and right I there. think it's there for Noah to 
to mm-hmm. be Owen Hart to Blackheart, where he's jealous and you know. And I'd like to think that if he does, you know, get that character does get that you know permission to go be the the asshole mm-hmm. and everything like that, he'll might break out of his shell there and that and truly just bring himself out. I think sometimes it does. I think it's very. I think in Tatum's case, it was different mm-hmm. for the fact that being a heel didn't necessarily work for him as much as a character as opposed to when he could be a face and show who he is. Yeah. Um, but also, some others like, you know, and yes, we're talking about the E here, but right. like, uh, Rocky Maivia. You know, I was going to say Rocky for some Maivia, others, it's he, different. He tried mm-hmm. to be the face to start and it was great. Eh, not really though. Nope. And then he comes out as the rock the for the nation of yep. domination. And he just lets loose. Yeah, and and it was just like he was boom. Exactly, and it's I, it's the same case in Owen. Owen, mm-hmm. as a heel, was so cheesy and unbelievable <laughs> that people hated it and just yeah. wouldn't like it at all. And then he turns heel, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh, this is interesting. Like, I like this." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when he oh, what was it? Kicked the leg out from your leg, Brett. <laughs> uh, in Royal Rumble '94, when he did that and just went on a tear. I mean, they. And yes, I'm a huge Owen Hart fan. People can't tell. Should have had the belt at SummerSlam against Brett mm-hmm. and just continued that longer. They could have built that forever. But no, him and it was good. Um, and that's the thing. Like I think if Noah, I think if Noah does turn heel and does a split with Casey, mm-hmm. he could really excel. And I think it would open him open him up more because there are some, like you said, that when they go heel to face, yeah, doesn't work. They're kind of sheltered. And mm-hmm. they go the other way. It opens them up, and I yeah. think that could be very well. My only thing is, is it's exactly like me and you say all the time. We've said it. It's easy. It's right there. That's what we're not going to do yeah. because it is so easy. And because it's, it's, it's right that there. easy. It's that predictable. And you know, some of the MPX management like to uh, treat us as if they're the uh, you know showrunners for Game of Thrones. <laughs> Hi, boss. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> moving on to the next match, uh, which I got to say, this in my opinion, this was match of the night. It was Joey Gar- okay. Joe Angelo Garcia. Say, like, better say it's Joe and uh, yeah, Casey. versus Casey Clay, <laughs> the Hispanic oh. cause of panic. Which oh man, it's amazing! I love it. Oh, that was just uh, that was fantastic. Um, but this whole match was just great you're because not, you're not going to say Casey's name. Catastrophically charismatic there Casey Clinton. Sorry, Hispanic cause of panic <laughs> flows a whole lot better. <laughs> Oh. And I gotta say, it's like Casey's doing doing a great job of earning his uh, his moniker. Man, that first sequence mm-hmm. of them, like we said, something so simple, yet they made it look amazing. It was great, and it was so fast, and it was something that I didn't know. Like that was when the first matchup happened. I go, I don't know if Casey can keep up with Joe. And because the thing is, they did they a great so job of making it look like Casey was outclassing Joe at mm-hmm. every turn. And I think that's how good Joe and Jamie were at getting that point across. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, again, I said it before COVID when Joe had his little run before he left. Mm-hmm. And now, so it was like I was saying, before COVID, you know, I was saying Joe had these amazing matches and everything mm-hmm. like that. And he was becoming match of the night kind of for you know a while mm-hmm. and he's come back and ever since he's come back still the same thing yeah joe is one of those performers now that it's kind of like as much as i miss tadlock seeing joe by himself is mm-hmm. phenomenal and this match while yes it is match of the night hands down probably tonight i put it in match of the year Kennedy. 
it was that good to me. I, I thought you know it was what? brilliant. I kind, I, I kind of agree with you there because seriously, the whole thing was just oh. And that finish with them running back and forth, back and forth, ducking mm-hmm. each other, who's going to hit? And then Joe finally nails, and I mean nails. Oh man, that looks that super kick. I thought that he took Casey's head off. I mean, he's like, yeah. It was like they made it look like Joe had to be the heel to win. Oh, he my God. had to, you know, Jamie had to get in there and beat up on Casey. Jamie had to, because mm-hmm. otherwise there was no other way. And then out of nowhere, that super kick straight to the face. Oh, geez. And Casey goes down. Oh, man. It was great. Oh. And Joe just, and part of it is probably Joe's character. Mm-hmm. But part of it is probably Joe himself being super excited that that finish happened. Because the excitement he let out when he hit it mm-hmm. and getting the win, just that was real. And that was, it was incredible. Because the sequence they do and rewatch it and how fast they're going, mm-hmm. it takes literally a second it, or an inch or a trip to mess that whole thing up. And they and, nailed it. And the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm looking at it like, um, it's like, I'm wondering if part of it is the fact that, you know, Joe got to wrestle someone who's new, who's fresh and can keep up with him. Right. Because he's wrestled, you know, he's wrestled Silver mm-hmm. multiple times. Silver can keep up with him. Yep. But he's wrestled Silver multiple times. Mm-hmm. He's wrestled, you know, Dimitri. He's wrestled, uh, you know, a whole bunch of others. But some of them couldn't keep up with Joe. Joe had to actually slow down and, for them. And that's off bad knees. Uh-huh. And to see Joe as good as he is with the knee injuries he's had, it's... Mm-hmm. Again, we I've said it several times in the show already, and I, Joe is another special talent mm-hmm. that, one, we're lucky to have at MPX, and then, two, hopefully to keep getting him back. And we can do – MPX management can do special things with him yeah. if they choose because, man, with Jamie as a mouthpiece, which sadly that is Joe's probably downfall is the mouthpiece a little bit, mm-hmm. um, not in-ring character. In-ring charisma and in-ring talking, he can do. Mm-hmm. it's the promos and everything like that. That's where Jamie excels at, and that's where yeah. you can help him. Um, but, man, Joe in ring right now in MPX, don't think in ring-wise there's not many that can touch him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, um, that was a fantastic match. I'm really hoping mm-hmm. we get more like that soon. Yeah. Uh, after that was Baby D versus Erica Torres, which you know held holds a special <laughs> place in my heart because, like I said, it was the first time I got to see Baby D and Erica Torres in 2018 at Controlled Chaos. They faced each other. It was a great match. Really got me to be a fan of both of them. And then we got to see it again. And this one, it was different because you know it's Masquerade. So Erica's coming out. You know, yeah, it's, it's, and she's part of Menage a Trois now. Yep. Totally different character than when she was the queen of everything. Exactly. And so it's just like, it was a different feeling too, you know? It is. And that's one of those where we had talked about how this Erica, this character is, mm-hmm. I'd like it better than her queen of evil, everything she did. Yeah. Like this character where she's the daughter and her and Double D both. I like both these characters better than what the first time we saw them a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her and her and baby D obviously are going to put on a great match. Cause it's two vets who, you know, just have always had good chemistry in the ring against each other. Yeah. And I think one of the most impressive things to me, and I'm pretty sure it's a gif on the wrestling or the addicts page mm-hmm. is the power bomb off the second rope that Erica gave double D mm-hmm. or the right, baby, baby D. D there's a D in there somewhere. Yeah. So. And then baby D goes and choke slams Erica for yeah. the win. Oh. <laughs> She's I like, mean, Holy crap. <laughs> Everything about that match I thought was, you know, done really well. Um, mm-hmm. And it was my, because my friends out there, he goes, how come Double D's not with her? I was like, well, that's the kind of cool thing about them is, yeah, they're together, but they're never really out 
ringside with each yeah. other. It's that Japanese, you know, yeah, we're in a stable, but you're on your own. Mm-hmm. So I thought it's kind of cool like, that I they do that. I can win by myself. I don't need to have, you know, everybody near me at right. all times. So um thoroughly enjoyed the match. Thought it was good, solid, mm-hmm. uh, very, very stiff. Um, yeah. And that's something that both Aaron told D, or Baby D, I keep saying double, Baby D do well, mm-hmm. um, is, you know, they... When they hurt, when they chop, they chop. When they punch, they punch. Um, yeah. And so it was great. And it's, again, like I said, for me, that highlight was that power bomb because it just, on that gif in the slow-mo, you see the strength in Erica. Because it's not just a simple, hey, baby D, you take the fall and jump off. No, but she actually lifts her and then mm-hmm. walks a step and then tosses her. Yeah. It was beautiful. And then speaking of strong matches, we also had the MPX Addicts Championship match. It was Dexter Hardaway versus Tatum Manning. Dexter was defending against Tatum, and Tatum was convinced he was going to get be the uh, <laughs> three-time, three-time, three-time MPX Addicts champion. And he is. Yeah, we channeled the rocket now into Booker T. So, oh, yeah. And did a scissor kick. So, uh-huh. <laughs> um, and again, like I like said, we've he, seen- he just goes like picks names out of a hat. Who am I going to be this week? And it's going to be awesome one and way or the other. Like we've said, no matter... As long as he's getting the reaction he's getting, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Keep doing what you're doing. You could be donk to clown and people will probably still cheer. You could be dink and people will still cheer. <laughs> no, that's next week. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Tatum, Tatum and Dexter had a great match. Yeah. Very, very old school almost, like what you expect for Dexter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he was trying to, you know, by any means necessary, Nova was out there to help him. Yep. Uh, he tried to you know, cheat to win. He tried to get counted out and everything like that, but Tatum wasn't having any of it. He's like, no man, I know Uncle Dex. I'm wise to your tricks. I was like, even dragged him over to the, uh, to our, um, um, Titan Tron, Metro Tron. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. He said he wanted to pose. So he posed yeah, him. So he posed him <laughs> and slapped the smack. Um, everything was so great. And I love how, yes, the match was good, mm-hmm. but we've, we've created and made our, Facebook personas real. Our real life personas are now being brought into MPX mm-hmm. with Dexter filing agreements because Bambi said he uh-huh. got what he deserved <laughs> and that Bambi was an unbiased ref, which, oh, come on, uh, Bambi is. Damn it, Bambi. <laughs> oh, we no longer damn it, Carl. We damn it, Bambi. Damn it, Bambi. <laughs> um, but I think I think that's brilliant. That's a great way to go. Um, and it gets another, what we're going to get another good match out of. Oh, yeah. So, no, I actually can't wait to see that because that is going to be an absolutely awesome thing. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, everything, again, like we said, everything Tatum touches seems to turn to gold. So mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Like, and we've said before, Dexter doesn't have boring matches. Nope. So putting the two together is like it. I, honestly, if Casey and Joe had not put on that work of art mm-hmm. beforehand, yep. this would have been match of the night. And we'll probably get told why we're wrong because Dexter and Tatum did put on a hell of a performance. They did put on a hell of a performance, but just seriously, Joe uh, and Casey did just Joe and Casey was amazing. And that's, I just realized Casey's 12, 13 matches in, and we already said he's got a match of the year candidate. Oh, going to get people mad. Oh, I'm sure. It's like, oh, yeah, they've only been here for a (laughs) cup of coffee. Why are you putting them on that list? that match was so good go watch it <laughs> but no i uh, haven't taken the three-time maddox champ i thought it was great and mm-hmm. the i enjoy the celebration like one of my favorite things the one of the reasons i love edge is every time edge won the w title 
it looked like it was his first time winning. Yeah. He would break down in tears. He would hug the belt. He would kiss it. It was the greatest thing ever. And that's how Tatum was. Tatum knelt down with the title, kissed it, hugged it. That's what I like to see in a wrestler when they get a title. It's, I don't even and think there this are was some him people, trying to copy Edge. This was just no, Tatum this being, is just I've Tatum. got my belt back. And this is something I think wrestlers really should, you know, because you have some wrestlers that are like, oh, act like you've won it before and just take it. And, yeah, it's yours. You should never lose it. But I think there is something to be said for that emotion of you finally got it. You finally got what you're chasing for. Mm-hmm. You embrace it. You're, mm-hmm. You break down in tears because, like, I can only imagine, say, say like Dimitri was able to get that Addicts or uh, even MPX title. Mm-hmm. You know, Dimitri would give that reaction of breaking down because it's it's real. He finally got what he's wanted. Yeah. Um, but and yeah. honestly, I think Tatum is, Tatum is Addicts champion. If he's able to survive the next week, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be. He, he has to survive the night. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's the next <laughs> match we're talking about, actually. But uh, the fact that is like. I think he's going to be the addicts champion. Yeah. Like not just, not just the addicts champion as in he's holding that belt, but he's holding. No, he is the rock was the people's champion. Exactly. Tatum's our addicts champion, no matter if he's got the belt or not. Exactly. Oh, uh-huh. uh, and honestly, uh, the, the rock time, comparison continues. Never will stop. Actually, my comparison was going to be more towards Dave. Oh, well, yeah. Remember when Dave was the addicts champion, he was the addicts yep. champion. Yeah. He was there for the addicts. That's mm-hmm. why he had such, you know, those awesome, uh, you know, he comes up with the belt and he's <laughs> with you and Austin. Exactly. You know, hey, I'll say again. Oh, hey, we miss you, man. I do miss Dave. If you decide you're going to watch <laughs> this, so we much. miss you. <laughs> I miss him so much. Uh, but, yeah, we're talking about Survive the Night, Skip Terrific, going up against Sky De Lacrimosa, and the only thing he has to do is he has to last to the end of the show. He has to live to the end of the show. And it started out funny. It's like he just runs out of the building. Yeah. Just escapes. Escapes. Into and gets into his car. And, carp and it's yeah. raining. A little uh, weird there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should. I'm going to, I'm going to point that out. <laughs> shut up. I'm sorry. I'm bringing Stop logic pointing into this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, he, you know, escapes to a gas station where he's like, ha, all I have to do is just avoid sky. Awesome. And he turns around and, there's sky and just like any other great horror villain there's mm-hmm. just sky mm-hmm. just you know appears he just goes like and he hides in a Jason. porta potty he hides <laughs> behind a dumpster he's just like he goes and hides wherever he can but sky's right there uh it was like I, seriously i i less expect to see him with the uh with his uh texas chainsaw mask and next time see him just with a jason mask oh yeah it was <laughs> It was awesome. I loved it. The only thing that would have made that more is, yeah, if he had a chainsaw or if mm-hmm. even better, if he had Star with him, which I miss Star. We haven't seen yeah. Star in a while. Um, you know, but having this, I because exactly how it's like how we talked about how exactly is this going to work? Is it going to be a bunch of vignettes and mm-hmm. then they come to the ring, which, yeah, that's what happened. But it was, how is this going to end? And then, yeah, Sky would put him down and then. Skip wouldn't give up. Skip wouldn't stay down. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the so, fact that it's like Skip runs into the building, gets it, you know, he's like, I'm just going to hide out here for the rest of the show. I've got 14 <laughs> minutes left. Yeah, no problem. And, you know, he's thinking he's going to, you know, he's like, no, wait, wait, maybe I should escape out the front and goes to the front door and we got our wish. Yep. Sky came into the front. <laughs> and I, I think that was one of my favorite things is he looks at Cody. How much longer? You got 14 minutes. I can do this. <laughs> yep. He this. even gave the air five. Yes. Oh my God. Ah, uh, that is probably one of my, it's like, it's so simple, but if you look at it and you think about it, oh, it's amazing. That's a, that's a stiff move. No matter how you do it. It <laughs> is. And it's one of those that it's great fan interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But no, everything, like I said, I loved it uh, because it was that comedy slash seriousness mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. well, that accompanies, I think, Sky everywhere. <laughs> um, and Skip. And Skip, you know. Or, you know, which this is, this is Skip terrific, right? Or are we on terrified? terrified. Okay. No, wait, wait, wait. At the end of it, he was Skip delicious. Yeah. <laughs> but um, now this match was, it is what it was. And mm-hmm. it was good. It was good. It wasn't bad. Um, it, it was took, a gimmick match, but it was a fun gimmick match. It was four death by stereos. Something like that. So, um, no, it was, like I said, I enjoyed it. And I love how it was ref stoppage. It wasn't mm-hmm. Skip quitting. It wasn't Skip staying down for three. And it was, well, it was Sky literally trying to end Skip until the ref finally says, no, no, he's he's done. Yeah. And then after that, uh, Travis Trueborn, head uh, senior official for MPX, made his call on the uh, tag team belts. We'll actually get more into that when we talk about the match next week. But basically, we still, we'll see another tag match between Punch Drunk Love and Larger Than Life at Alone in the Dark. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about that one because there's, there's a lot of emotions going oh, on There's that one. a heck of a lot of emotions in this one. But uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes. But the main event, the main event. Man. Oh, this, this is was... another one where there's a lot of emotions going yeah. into this. And it's like, it was it was everything we were expecting. It was. It was very good. Um it was a couple of things I wasn't expecting. Um, like I told a friend, I I got the direction creatively. Mm-hmm. Why? And I got where we're going. Not gonna lie, low key, still a little pissed about it. Um, just that's because you marked out. I did. I did what I normally hate to do, and that's I fanned and marked out for Dimitri losing. And it's one of those where, like I said, I get the creative. I get having a top heel, at least in what you think is a top heel in Exodus. Calling, he is a winning. Top heel. He is um, winning and going and calling out Wes. Mm-hmm. Um, I get all that, and I get, and I'm okay with him cheating to get that third fall mm-hmm. in order to win. I was just one of those where, man, I think Dimitri's on the cusp of something that, and it doesn't look. I every loss think... doesn't mean you go back down, and I yeah. always hate that. Oh, one loss means a buried. No, it doesn't. Well, the thing is, it's like even though they've had this feud going for about a month now, right? This is only the first time that the two of them have actually met in the ring. Yeah, uh, singly, like one-on-one. One-on-one. They met in that uh, Fatal 4-Way mm-hmm. beforehand, but this was the first time they've met face-to-face right. on their own. And it was And good. honestly, while it was a big blow-off and everything like that and led to, honestly, what I can't wait to see next week, Right. I'm perfectly confident that we are going to see this again. We're going to see the two of them go. We'll see this again. And we'll see Dimitri, you know, uh, we'll see Dimitri next Saturday. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, like I said, I know not one loss equals in this and that. And like I said, I got the creative and direction after I stewed a little bit. Um, I wasn't like some people. Sometimes who it's good to dispense. Literally, just walked out, Cole. <laughs> oh man. Oh, you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you. I, you, had, you unfortunately had to leave. Yeah. Um, Michael Cole. Yeah. As soon as the pinfall happened, got up and left. Left his mom and his fiance there, and I was like, "Damn, Cole." Oh. Um. But no, it was. It was one of those. That's how invested some people were in this yeah i can only imagine like i kind of i get why lugo wasn't there for his anniversary and celebrate mm-hmm. and everything man can you imagine the reaction if lugo oh, was there geez, if lugo had been, <laughs> actually been there uh, i mean again like, like we've with, said with tatum winning and exodus winning he'd have just you know oh that's what i i can't i wait think that would have been the loudest we'd ever see lugo <laughs> oh yeah and that's the thing we've said with exodus is man if you're a heel and you get lugo behind you 
you're doing something right. Oh yeah. And that's he why is our I consummate heel mark and we love yep. him for it. And I have, that's why I have no problem with, like I said, I get the creative and direction because Exodus is a good he's heel. That good. When he has come in for the little bit he has, and mm-hmm. he's gotten to where he can get in Doug, where he's comfortable yeah. getting in Doug's face, where he knows even, I don't, I haven't seen it yet, but I think the very first time Lugo cheered for him, he said, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. And now I think he realized who Lugo is and everything. So he'll give him that little nod. Yeah. But man, that when he comes out and here sees people cheering and says, I don't need you. I don't like you. Blah, blah, blah. That's a great heel. Yeah. It's like Lugo's respect, Doug's ire. Those are the <laughs> benchmarks that you go for uh, on when it comes to the addicts, because, you know, it's like you get Lugo's respect. You're you're that good. And I, if you get Doug mad at you constantly, you're that entertaining. And I think what's good and cool about that is no one knows that coming in. Yeah. They just automatically feel it, do it. And then we're like, oh, look, they're they're established because they know what to do. Oh, yeah. They're a true MPX athlete now. <laughs> yep. If you can like, sit um, there and yell at Doug, you're an MPX mm-hmm, athlete. Mm-hmm. But after, after the match, Exodus gets the mic and he throws out a challenge to Wesley Crane. Saying that you're holding my belt. Yeah, and then I love Ooh. Wes's uh, callback on Facebook. <laughs> the, he uh, Decepticon or whatever. Yeah, and he's gonna decapitate <laughs> him. Oh my god! Ah, uh, that's was... it's brilliant, and that's and I can't wait for this match. Not just because it's gonna be entertaining for the Facebook that we've got mm-hmm. the in ring. Because again, we've pointed out Wes is one of those where he enjoys having the show put on his shoulders and saying, I'm going to be the best out there mm-hmm. and to take someone like Exodus. We, we haven't seen a lot of, but what we have seen is impressive. The, these two are going to match up, I think very well together. Oh yeah. So it's going no, to be great. And this is going to be a great match. I can't wait to see it. And yeah. then, speaking of that, let's go ahead and start talking about alone in the dark because we've got all the matches on this one. Yeah. I, I was shocked. Um, which, and that's, you have to look closely for, Dimitri's uh, Facebook, but yes, mm-hmm. there was a match announced there. Oh yeah, so it's awesome. It's we're gonna see Dimitri Alexandrov going up against Luke Langley. Yes, which if you're not familiar with him, uh, he's you know better known up in Oklahoma. Yep, which yep. means of course now he's finally coming down to the real wrestling. Uh, he's a great talent. He's part of that. Uh, what was it? Diamond Dog Industries or mm-hmm. Black Diamond? Uh, Black Diamond Industries. Yeah, Industries. Black Diamond Industries with uh, Graham Bell, your space tag partner, I mm-hmm. think, back in the day. I've seen one match of his before, I think, and then I've seen clips. So I'm very excited to have him come down here. Um, him and Dimitri had a great match two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I already know this match is going to be amazing. Yeah. I just thoroughly enjoy the call out. Like, I'm a sucker for vignettes. I really am. I'm a sucker yeah. for the call outs. It's like I'm... video promos. It's like, that's one of the reasons I loved uh, Nasty Co's promo war. Yes. That was really, really good. Which I, is. I wasn't a big fan on the electoral college no, aspect of the last, the last two, but yeah. uh, still, you know, it was good. That's, and I can't believe I'm going to say this on MPX. Despite everything we say about Nastico, I don't think there's a harder working person in the DFW area. And calls himself the best manager in Texas. And honestly, he is working his ass off to get that. He does. To be the absolute truth. Now we still have Lance Romance and Jamie Aller in the area. Yeah. And those will always be one A and one B, especially to me. But man, as far as hard working and getting out there and promoting shows and, and 
man, there's not much meaner than yeah, Mexico. It's like, but if you look at Lance Romance and uh, Jamie Oller, they're like like the last two generations of great managers yep. and everything. Jamie and Lance, they're still good. They're still doing what they do best. But, you know, it's like Lance got started a while ago, and he was the best during that time. Jamie mm-hmm. got started not a while ago, but some time ago. And he was the best and still is one of the absolute best. Yep. Nastico is the next generation. Yep. He is he is honestly, you know, he's working his ass off. He's not just a like he said, he's not just a mouthpiece. No. He will actually be your manager and he will help you get better, get better booking and everything mm-hmm. like that. And that is the kind of manager that you want to see. No, it is. Honestly, that's the kind of manager I wanted to be when I wanted to be a manager. Yep. Well, yeah, because it goes back to how I always idolized Bobby the Brain and we always heard stories mm-hmm. about that. Bobby the Brain, Keenan, Paul Ellering. Yep. You know, they literally were the manager. They were manager managers. They mm -hmm. took care of Paul Heyman when he started managing for uh, Brock Lesnar. Yep. And that's because I saw a thing where Paul managers, Paul Heyman hates the word, always has hated the word manager. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I get it. That's why he's like the advocate. He's the advocate. Which I I actually like that. But um, no, again, I think NASCAR is great. If it wasn't for certain things, I think he would be do very well in mpx i agree. um but anyways he knew here neither here nor there yep um luke langley taking on dimitri again i love the call out of luke and then i love dimitri's rebuttal mm-hmm. um just i love this back and forth yeah the promos and it's great i'm looking forward to this match because like i said i've seen clips of what they did in oklahoma and mm-hmm. it was great um i can't wait to see a full match yeah and you know, honestly we'll get that yeah <laughs> And it's going to be awesome. It is. But speaking of returns and things like that, you were talked about it earlier for the Scooby-Doo thing. We're getting Matt Palmer back as his monster hunter gimmick and going after one of the one of the monsters of MPX, the, the, the vampire, Which Jason is, Silver. Immediately, I, I'm pretty sure it was Silver. I commented and I go, vampires are monsters? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, it was like the first time I saw it, my first thought was, bad time to be a vampire. <laughs> and it's one of those where it's like, hmm there's another big monster nope no there's not nope no there's not another monster that has a fourth defense coming up nope yep. no there's not i want to see that match no <laughs> It'd be after awesome match. he defends the fourth time then okay can... yeah. <laughs> yeah and that one i am very personal and biased on and i would walk mm-hmm. out probably <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I don't blame you um but no silver and palmer we know is going to be great mm-hmm. just because well, the two have worked each other who knows how many times. And they're both absolutely top-tier wrestlers. And I think just that little bit we got at Scooby, Palmer hadn't missed a beat. Mm-hmm. Palmer, and that's, I can't believe, every time I see Palmer, I say that because Palmer takes these breaks, which obviously I get. He's been doing this for God knows how long. His body probably is all beat up to hell. Yeah. So he has to take these breaks. And But every time he comes back, it's like he never left. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's amazing because you'll see some wrestlers leave and come back and you can tell they've missed something or they're missing a step or they're slower here or what have you. They're out of shape or whatever. Mm-hmm. Palmer looked in phenomenal shape. I want to say better than the last time we saw him. Yeah. And he looked just as quick, if not quicker than ever God, before. When he actually, you know, it's like uh, he came out as uh, Freddie with the ascot on mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm. and just, uh, you know, like just went to town. It looked fantastic. When he nailed that flying forearm, kind of like mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels used to and Dustin Nip up. Oh, my God. It just it reminds me of old Palmer when I first started going to MPX. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like how uh, Awesome always joked Kenny Steele was his first MPX champion. Mine was Palmer. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I'll never forget the first time I saw him was him versus Houston Carson and Carson did a stunner. 
into where Palmer flopped to his back, nipped up, super kick, one, two, three. That was their finish. And <laughs> wow. Me being a Shawn Michaels fan, absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. My friends being Stokoe fans, absolutely hated it. <laughs> and I just thought it was great because he it was a, such a fluid motion of bumping to the stunner to back on your feet, super kick, pin. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. And honestly, if it weren't for – this is going to be one of those shows where just about every match could be a main event somewhere yes. on another night and everything. Because after that, we've got uh, J.D. Griffey going up against Xander Gold. If you don't know who Xander Gold is, he's also known as Dusty Gold or was known as Dusty Gold. I think I he changed his name. was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this man has gone up against Malico and Brian Cage and just some of the absolute best out there. And, oh, man – He's a great wrestler. Griffey's a great wrestler. This is going to be an exciting match. Yeah, I'm excited to get Jerome. Sorry, I'm going to refuse. I'll probably get to it. I eventually stopped saying Joey to Joe, so maybe. Um, yeah. I'm always happy to have Jerome back because, again, that was one of my first fanboy moments in MPX was I mm-hmm. fell in love with Jerome and the trust fund and everything. Yeah. So it's he always great to me. have him back. Um, and it's weird. He's... He's one of those that I fell in love with his character first and then mm-hmm. his in-ring work. I was like, holy crap, he's good. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. I've seen clips of Xander um, back when he was dusty. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I think this will be very good. I like how Jerome has finally embraced the Muay Thai into his repertoire. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He always had it. He always used it a little. Now it's just full on. Yeah. Even to the point where he wrestles without shoes, which I, I don't like. <laughs> but <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And it works um, for like... For someone like him. Now, for someone like CT, it doesn't make sense, and I don't like it. Um, I think that's just because he's tired of losing his boots. Okay. But, yeah, like uh, for people like, you know, Jerome and Riddle and stuff like that have Mm -hmm. an MMA background, I totally like the no-shoes approach. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think that's the only reason. If you're someone like Kevin Von Erich who just didn't like wrestling boots, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, Um, well, Samoans, I guess, you know, were one. Like when Umaga did it um, in the Hedgehog. That made sense. Well, and I thought it was funny with the Hedgehoggers when they put boots on them and they kept freaking out trying to take them off. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was great. Anyways, uh, Jerome and Xander, I think it's going to be very solid. I think it's going to be one of the stiffer Mm, matches we're going to have. Probably. Um, So it'll be interesting. Yep. And then after that, we've got that uh, that that rematch of Tatum and Dexter. Yeah. God damn it, Bambi. Uh, <laughs> Who will not you know be what? the official? You know, yeah, it's like he won't be the official this time, and Dexter can't cheat to win. Well, I mean, okay, he can't get caught cheating to right, win. Right, because if he that's a DQ and Tatum retains the title. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it's like, heck, Tatum could take a page out of Dexter's book and cheat to win. But that's not Tatum's style. Are you kidding? That is totally Tatum's style. That is one thing I love about him. He's he's like the the, the concept of the tweener came about during the Attitude Era, and he since he is being the Attitude Era character, you know, it's like this. It'd be perfect. Like I said, our retro show just needs to be a bunch of people against Tatum. He comes out to somebody different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Tatum versus Dexter. This match is gonna be great. I really I like how Bambi is not the official mm-hmm. yet i can clearly see something happening in the where travis gets knocked out and all we have left is bambi yeah <laughs> um I so mean, you know could be interesting i don't know it's, we've always got brennan no we don't <laughs> i think i think he's in timeout or something yeah <laughs> um you know but um no and then you, we never know like if uh maybe anthony's around again yeah, I, I, I hope I, yeah. I like when anthony's there uh, but no, I see this match being, like you said, if it wasn't for other things on the card, and hell, they might prove us both wrong, 
this could be match of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dexter is again one of the best vets in the DFW era, in the Midwest, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, just one of the hardest working vets that you're going to learn so much from, either yeah. in ring, on the mic, and promos, honestly, pushing yourself on like, social media. There's no better than yeah. Dexter. It's like, and you saw uh, Skip's post about how it's like if he's if he can be real for a moment. Dexter's probably the quintessential what you want a vet to be yes. in the back room, which honestly, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the way the man has been since we started covering him and everything like that. He has been just an absolutely wonderful, gracious person. Yep. Uh, you know, if you're a fan, he treats you like a fan. If you were, if he's a worker, you know, you're a worker, he treats you like, you know, a, a nephew right deal yeah and everything like that he's 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 willing to be there to offer (laughs) advice and to tell you honestly whether you like something or not and he likes us somewhat you know sometimes likes me he doesn't like you yeah that's that's most people though (laughs) oh we okay okay he and i get along because we're both lions fans you know so we're used to that okay you're used to miss well i can't say anything so Is this when what the it Lions, feels like? It's like when the Lions have a better season than the Cowboys this year is weird. This is what it feels like. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, Dexter's one of the, again, like we said last week, Tatum's going to learn so much in this mm-hmm. match and he's going to learn more. Yeah. Um, I just, it's going to make Tatum that much better and yep. Dexter is going to, you know, it's going to be worthwhile. Do I think Tatum's going to retain? I'm hoping so. I think so. Uh, I don't. It's like I like I said before. I'm really just kind of tired of those one match. Uh, yeah, I don't like you know playing hot potato with the title. Yeah. Um, I do. I say that, then I hate how Dexter lost it so quickly, kind of. Which yeah. I guess it really wasn't quick if you think about it. No. But mm, I mean, yeah. I guess because this year is just so weird, it seems quick. Yeah, it's like it seems both quick and at the same time a long time. Right. Um. But again, this match is going to be great, and this is going to be something, yeah, afterwards, it's going to be a thank you, Uncle Dexter, to Tatum, from Tatum, yeah. uh, because he's going to learn a lot. And again, like I said, Dexter's at that point now where, yes, he wants to help the younger talent, but he also still wants a piece for himself. So oh, yeah. I think they're both going to go out there trying to steal the show, which is, like we said, it's going to be hard to steal it from Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, if it weren't for some of the other matches here, this would obviously be it's match of the night. It's going to be hard to steal from Alone in the Dark, from Swoggle. But mm-hmm. if any two men can do it, Dexter and Tatum probably could. Yeah. So after that, uh, I want to talk about the, the uh, two tag matches last. Because, oh, yeah. you know, those are the biggest story and biggest awesome. Yeah, the Alone in the Dark match we definitely but, to talk about last. Because uh, that's going to be. That's going to be a long talk. <laughs> Wesley versus Exodus. The fact that we're getting this match. I, my, one of my first thoughts was, isn't it a bit early for Exodus to be getting this big of a shot? It is but, very early. But I, I could, like I said, given the heel work he's done mm-hmm. and what. Yes, we have a lot of heels, but we have very few top heels. Yeah. Exodus is there, I think. I mm-hmm. think you look at it and look on the run he's done and the the destruction he's laid out yeah i exodus has and all, just how much of a reaction he gets from the crowd whether you know cheering or booing or anything like that and reaction. heck people people have a hard time booing him and he plays with that too yeah. and that's great well and it's like i forgot who i quoted when i quoted i think it was eric bischoff mm. is um i don't give a shit if they cheer or boo as long as they're getting a fucking reaction yeah he's like that's all that matters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah he's getting the boo reaction which is what you want <laughs> yeah um so it's great and that's uh, it was though it was um it was in response to roman it doesn't matter if they're mm-hmm. cheering or booing 
Yeah. As long as he's getting that reaction. Yep. Um, and that's the thing with Exus. He's gotten such a great reaction. And like we've talked about, he knows what fans to work. He knows what fans to go against. He knows who to go against. And even in ring, his just swagger about mm-hmm. him is great. Mm-hmm. It's, he's got the MPX ring and the MPX arena figured out. Yep. And that just makes his matches all the better. Exactly. So, honestly, this match, I mean, he's going to be going up against one of the most beloved MPX champions in recent memory. If not ever. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Every time Wes comes, it's it's always a treat when we get him because, mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately, it is Oklahoma, so it is quite a drive. So, we get him very sparingly. Mm-hmm. But when he comes, it's there's a different atmosphere in that event center. Mm-hmm. Um, he, makes the, uh, he makes the MPX championship feel special. And I'm yeah. like... Yes, it is special because it's the MPX champion, but you know the fact that he comes down, whether it's the first match or the last match, he makes it feel like this is an important match you want to watch. You know how I feel about that. And yeah, I, I, know, I, I, know, I, I already I know. know he's not going to close. I already get that because, yeah, the Alone in the Dark match should close the card. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, Wes, I'm telling you, Wes and I think Wes and Exodus, I keep... I really wish he would change his profile name. <laughs> Exodus. Um, mm-hmm. But no, Exodus and West, they're going to. I think they tried, but Facebook did the whole. Uh, not real. Yeah, oh, that's okay. not a real name. <laughs> like when I tried to do the certified mark profile. Yeah. Um, they're going to. I think they're going to kill it. And I do think they probably could steal the show and mm-hmm. more than likely will. And I think this. This is going to be a title match that I think is going to take a lot of people by surprise because we've already seen it. All, a lot of the addicts are already saying, why is Exus getting a title shot, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to sit there and prove to you why, why he got that title shot. And the thing is, if he wins, I think yeah, you're going to have people upset, but I think they'll be Ooh. more upset because Wesley lost than Exodus got it too early. Yep. Because exactly. he's got that, you know, hot rod, mm-hmm. you know, Phoenix rising kind of deal because yep. he just, boom. Yeah, um, it's definitely going to be interesting where we go because that's the thing. So he does this, mm-hmm. say he does lose. What do we get from him now? You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. And then, like I said earlier with Dimitri, not every loss means you're getting buried and you're moving down, blah, blah, blah whatever. Yeah. It just depends what is creative or what does management have for you next. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe if uh, he loses this match, Exodus will turn his sights to Tatum and you will get that awesome match. That would be great because I think right now, other than Jamie, I mm-hmm. think given Exodus a life, Mike. Okay, next to CJ2. <laughs> Give Exodus a life, Mike. I think he can compete with Tatum. You know how, you, do you note how all of the guys we call top heels at MPX are the ones that you give them a mic? It's fantastic. Oh, it's, <laughs> maybe it's because I enjoy heel work, but I also enjoy great wrestling like Matt Locke. <laughs> yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the other two matches, the uh, two tag team matches. First, you know, Menage a Trois versus Swoggle and Legs. <laughs> I'm so excited to see Swaggle mm-hmm. back. Swaggle's always, it's one of those where I never realized how exciting he is until mm-hmm. you see him. Like the very first time I saw him, he was a surprise at a St. Patrick's show at Maine in Limitless. Mm-hmm. Um, no one knew he was there. He was a surprise opponent for someone and just his music hit and he was exciting and he got the crowd into mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and then come to MPX and they're like, Hey, we're bringing in Swaggle. Oh, cool. Yeah, I remember seeing him. He was fun. Yeah, and it's like, I can't and, re- I was all kinds of excited. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Dave, actually. That was like, you're excited for Swoggle? No, I wasn't. I'm like, no. I was like, I'm just like, yeah, because he's, inter- he's good. He's entertaining. He's fun. Yeah. You know, that's what you kind of want from these kinds of people. 
Yeah, and um, it's one of those. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I don't know. You bring someone in, and you're thinking, oh, they're going to be a great wrestler. And look, Swaggle, for what he is, Swaggle's good. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Swaggle actually can work a match and make it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you're not going to get a five-star match out of them, but it's going to be entertaining. Um, and I think, you know. Maybe two and a half. Yeah, you know. Short jokes are my thing. <laughs> this is a short show, remember? Yeah. Um, but no, having... When you go back, and like I was talking to you before we started recording, when you go back and look at the Texas Rumble, mm-hmm. you look at all the people Swaggle worked with, that's pretty much who's in this match. Yep. Minus Tatum and Dexter. Um, because and he Jamie. worked... Oh, yeah, and Jamie. Well, Jamie might come out. He's got issues with Swaggle. True, true, true. <laughs> well, he's, well, he's, he's got his he's own... He's preoccupied. Yeah, Never he's mind. got his own thing to deal with too, um, that night. So. But no, Swaggle and Legs, I think it's a great pairing because... Even though we haven't seen legs other than when he teamed with Tatum, he still gets one of the top reactions. Mm-hmm. And it's something like we said before, you know, um, well, never mind. His longest working match was in that tag match with Tatum against Menage Trois, mm-hmm. and he looked good. So I think this is going to be very interesting to have him go back out there against Menage Trois, who he's already got mm-hmm. a good chemistry with. Um and him and Swaggle, I think, are going to be hilarious and they're going to be entertaining. Especially now that uh, uh, Legs has had more time to get more comfortable being in the ring, being you know out there to the fans and everything like that. Because when he first came out, he was you know he was loud but mm-hmm. still kind of withdrawn, and but now he, he he's... didn't woo. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that might have been the problem. <laughs> but now he's going to be just that much more entertaining. Yeah, so uh, that match is going to be great, and like I said, it's always great to see Swaggle, um, little bastard. So mm-hmm. it's going to be great. And of course, we have to talk about what's likely going to be the main event, what's going to be the mm-hmm. most important match of the night, because Punch Drunk Love versus Larger Than Life for the MPX ch- Tag Team Championships in an Alone in the Dark match. I hate and love this match. Yeah. It's like, I, I got to wonder if it's going to be uh, same alone in the dark rules as last time, where it's going to be one versus one, and then I was thinking two. that too, but then I figured just with two, I figured they're just going to, it's Probably. just going to go out there and it's going to yeah. be tornado tag. Um, who knows? We'll probably find out Saturday, but it's the stipulations like, okay, so if Baby uh, D or Steven Kirby mm-hmm. in either one of Larger in Life, Jamie's gone from MPX for good. Mm-hmm. If Larger in Life pins either Baby D or Kirby, whoever takes that pinfall is no oh. longer an MPX active competitor. I think that's very important to notate because they put it on Facebook because mm-hmm. that obviously leaves a room for them to do something else. Yeah. Um, and that's if you go back and look at the history of MPX and talk I don't know. To these I don't know. Uh, they, you know, remember Baby D and Dave Sagan had a Loser Leaves Town match and, uh, you know. Well, okay. <laughs> Let's be honest right now and call it what it is. In wrestling, no one ever fully retires, especially in a stipulation match. Yeah. Um, there's always shenanigans. Something always comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Kirby lost a retirement match in a coffin and came back f- two months later, I think. Yeah. Um, so we never know. Now, here's the thing. If you look at the history of MPX, if you talk to the people in MPX, and if you listen to our show and especially the Baby D interview... Baby D has talked about retirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people who have talked to Kirby said that he's talked about retirement for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And while me and you both sit there and say, why? Because they're so good. We're not in their body. So we no. don't know. Um, and the other thing is, well, with um, Jamie, Jamie also has taken time off and mm-hmm. breaks. And Jamie himself has said, look, if it's not for Ryan and Tommy, I'm probably not here. 
Yeah. So it's like, honestly, it, he's not here for MPX. He's here for Ryan. And right. Even as much as he loves MPX. So if I'm looking at this as real, not as the storyline, which we'll get into later, mm-hmm. I honestly don't know where we go because all three of these people yeah. have said at different times they want out and honestly i it's like i've got this in full caps in my notes here it's like there is no outcome to this match that i like there really isn't and that's that's just what i'm about to say from either a fan as you know as real as i can be mm-hmm. or even as storyline as i can be i don't like any of these outcomes yeah like even as I was like admittedly you know on mainline if jamie loses and he's out you're going to hear the certified mark just like cheer exactly but me, Jay Williams, you know, the idea of Jamie Aller no longer being at MPX just doesn't sit right with me. It doesn't. The idea of Kirby no longer being out there in the ring doesn't sit right with me. The idea of Baby D no longer being there terrifies me. I don't want that. That's, no, not, that's, that's not an MPX I like much. And it's the same thing on mainline. Not. I would sit there and say, you know, oh, good. Kirby got what he deserved. Or, oh, Baby D got what she deserved. She's just out with Kirby. Deep down, though, in real life, Kyle, I'm super sad, and I'm probably breaking down in tears for any three of these people to leave. Yeah. Because while, yes, I'm not in their bodies, and they may want to retire as a fan, I can't tell. Like Kirby. Yeah. Prime example, Friday. Oh, jeez, yeah. Kirby was so good. Mm Mm-hmm. And Baby D and Erica Torres, so good. Like, I don't want either one of them to, even if it's just for a month or two months, to be, oh, they're no longer an active competitor. They're Mm -hmm. now the GM or whatever. I don't really want that. Yeah. And then, of course, I don't want Jamie to not be there. So it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, really, I hate the Smash. <laughs> like, like, one like, way or the I other, hate... MPX is oh lesser my God. For, this, for the ending of this match. Like, And I get where, like I said, I think it's important they say active competitor because I know that's going to come into play somewhere down the road. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's wrestling. They'll never retire. They'll come back, blah, blah, blah. I don't get the point of this match. I really don't get the point of this. It's... I... I get the alone the dark match concept. Um, you know, when we first had it, it got Dave out of the impact players. Mm-hmm. It got Dave to Emo Sagan. It got Dave to Hale Hal Sagan. Sagan. Um, it got it propelled Dave. There was a point to the alone dark match. It propelled the mm-hmm. crypt. But this time it's gonna be a full stop for someone. Exactly. It's not and granted it was supposed to be a stop for Dave, but it wasn't. It propelled him to something better. Mm-hmm. And it may do this again as well, and we just don't know. And yes, we're just speculating and everything like that. But it's as the creative mind I have in the booker and what I want to do, I don't see a reason for this match. I don't see a good outcome. I don't see a good I, yeah. writing. For there this. is no outcome I like to this. And uh, honestly, uh, we're starting to run out of time here. But that is just seriously. Uh, can we just end this on a draw? Nobody uh, wins. Nobody loses. I was going to say. Totally the, new tag team champions. Yeah, there. we just get a tag title tournament. Yeah. Which yeah. I, again, and that's the thing. So if Jamie's not there, you're looking at Ryan and Tommy by themselves, which we they saw. They can do that? We did see when Jamie was the good guy GM that mm-hmm. no one liked for some reason. <laughs> Can't imagine why. Um, You know, Ryan was out there by himself a lot with that MPX title. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, yes, they could do it by themselves, but why? Yeah. Um, And again, just. And MPX without one of the four pillars. We've already lost Frankie. Mm-hmm. I mean, can't. I just, again, yeah. I don't get a point. I don't. I'm Neither sorry. Do I. I'm sorry, but MPX way, management and writers. I just don't get it. We are starting to run out of time here, guys. So um, if you're able to watch, if you've been watching this, thank you very much for watching us on YouTube. This is an experiment to see if this works. And, um, well, we'll try it again later. See how we get things done. 
but uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube, on Spotify, and wherever you get your spot, you know, your podcasts and the like, because, you know, we're trying, we are, and get your tickets for this Saturday, because this Saturday is going to be well, a very big deal. I'm going to be alone in the dark and so Either way, keep it capable, wrestling fans. See you soon. Can you do Wednesday? But most of you, I'm What? Okay. What's up, wrestling fans? Thanks for listening. If you liked the show, make sure you like, share, and follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to NPX Rehab. You can also follow us on YouTube and Facebook for more MPX and Texas wrestling-related content. Want to support us even more? We have a Patreon and merchandise you can buy at any shows you meet us at. Just look for Team Certified Mark. Thanks again, and as always, keep it kayfabe, wrestling fans. Mark out.